are just days away from WrestleMania, and the intensity is beginning to pick up, especially in our eight NXT rookies, and no better time than the present, because next week, we will have our biggest NXT episode to date. The WWE pros will finally reveal their standings, and we find out who is one step closer to becoming WWE's next breakout star. The stakes are high, and the NXT competition intensifies right now. The future is now. Another episode of Half Cake NXT. Your boy, no, no, notorious. N A N D O. Ooh, the night is night. Larry Knight. Uh. How, how are you doing this week? I'm all right, man. You know, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched some free movies uh, through Comcast recently. I just pick and choose a few that I just watch. I don't watch it all the way through. I just break it up into into segments like every other day. <laughs> and I just watched the the Rock Skyscraper movie. How was that? You never seen it? No, I, uh, I, want, I wanted to. I, I'm kind of interested. It's kind of goodly terrible. Ooh, it's it, one of those. It, is it one of those movies that should have been on Netflix? Yes. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Yes, it's definitely should have been on Netflix. I think the only reason why like I didn't like it is because The Rock, I love The Rock, obviously, but I don't like the way that when the movie initially came out because the media was trying to say like it was his first bomb movie because it didn't perform that well initially when it first came out. And the the way The Rock was trying to cover it on social media was like, you know, people are trying to say this is a bomb, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, Rock, I know you're cool. I know you're the greatest, but. At the same time, it's cool. Like if they're not all home runs, you know what I'm telling you. Mm. You know what I mean. It's like it's fine. Like if all your movies aren't necessarily home runs, and that's how I feel. Like this movie was where it wasn't, it wasn't his best, obviously. So yeah, I think the the premise of the movie itself wasn't too bad. Like I like the actual premise of the movie, but the way it kind of got into the two wackiness towards the middle and end of it. Oh, really? Yeah. I I would say watch how, it for yourself. How long is it? Uh, it's about average action movie. Like, so like 90 minutes? Yeah, yeah. All right, I can it, do that. It's not that bad. Like I like I said, I, I split it up, and even then it didn't feel that long. So <laughs> I would definitely watch it for yourself to kind of get your own recommendation. But I think it was obviously not as greatest and. But at the same time, I will give it credit where like they were basing it from China and they kind of were like really trying to hit that that China market. At that that Chinese demographic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You know what? I'm not even gonna lie to you. I gave up watching movies with The Rock in it. Oh, yeah, I did, too. That's why, like, <laughs> I I haven't seen probably his last 10 and it's a good thing. But at the same time, like, I understand why he's a big star that he is. But at the same time, I can kind of see where like they really are just using that Hollywood action 
film formula and it really showed in that movie so yeah i i definitely gave up a long time ago shout out to Dwayne. yeah because uh he's from hayward like we are yeah so Dwayne, you got to come back and get on the show sometimes yeah, that we on the first name basis too yeah then it is Dwayne. the rock yeah. or Dwayne johnson this is Dwayne. we got the same birthday oh yeah and we're from the same city come on player no don't even try to play me like that Dwayne. you can hit me up just call me larry we're good yeah Taurus Nando, please. <laughs> what? Damn. Full name. <laughs> yeah. But he can call you Dwayne. Yeah. You got to hit him with Notorious. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Let's talk about The Rock. Oh. Y'all know The Rock. He's not, He's a big, tough guy, but that that boy's sensitive, man. Yeah. You know, he's when y'all didn't like he's that. He's a big teddy bear. He's a big teddy bear. I, now, let me tell you, I love Dwayne Johnson. This is not any hate at all. I'm not hating. I want to help because I like this man. Sure. This man, he, he could beat my ass, you know, so if I have a song, I'm public somewhere. You never know. I want to be his friend. So I'm just, I just not me jumping on this movie. Because you know when Baywatch came out, he sent the he he sent those tweets out. Well, you know my friends like it. <laughs> you know in the yeah, tweet. Yeah, I was surprised he did that. I was surprised he did that too. Yeah, you know you want to like Baywatch. He had one tear come out of his eye. Well, he's on that phone tweeting the people. Well, the critics, I know they like it. These other assholes just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> and now y'all didn't go see Skyscraper. Skyscraper came in at number three this weekend at the weekend box office. And, and everybody thought, oh, man, the Rock King, he can't fail. You know, he's out there beating up buildings down and everything. Oh, this guy, it's, that's sure to be a number one hit for, for him. And everybody's going to love it. It's going to do well all over the world. And a harsh reality is that a lot of people said, nah, from the get-go, this just seemed like a bad idea. All right. So once again, just wanted to remind you guys that we do have a mailing list that we will take questions from. That is halfkmail at gmail.com. Once again, that is halfkmail at gmail.com. All right. And now uh, episode five. This one is from March 23rd, 2010. From, you know, the local area around here, known as the HP Pavilion at the time, right? Because I don't even think it's the H. Is it still the HP Pavilion in San no, Jose? I think it's what, S SAP? I think, yeah, I think it's SAP now. Uh, or maybe it, it might not even be that. that anymore. So, yeah, we're pretty close by the uh, San Jose area. We And I'll be good. It's, it's still SAP. Oh, it's still, okay. Local show for us. Uh, do you remember if you went to the show or if we went to the show i don't recall like what... i tried to look up uh the smackdown that it was filmed at and you know what i don't think we went okay or i didn't go for sure because i don't remember that uh i don't remember that show at all i i know we uh i looked this up and i know we went to another show later in the year but i don't remember if we actually went to this show and i also kind of don't remember watching this early version of nxt uh live so i don't believe we actually went to this yeah show. yeah i'm i agree i don't think so a fun fact uh our first pay-per-view together um uh, with our wrestling crew our childhood wrestling crew we went to go see SummerSlam at the hp pavilion 2001 2001 during go. the uh the famous invasion storyline where it was uh, the Alliance versus uh, WWE. It was actually a really good pay-per-view from what I remember. You know, I've, I've rewatched that not too long ago, and it is a good pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just remember, like, granted it was, you know, the childhood memory of it being, like, our first pay-per-view, but 
at the same time, I really think it was a really good pay-per-view when you watch it back. So. Nah, dude, it was. It was actually a really good pay-per-view. It was a good show. And it was like, it was cool because like, I used to think pay-per-views were so unattainable. Yeah. So that just started the revolution, basically. <laughs> In a way, I'm kind of happy that we don't remember going to the show or didn't go to the show because I feel like the crowd here kind of got cheated from like a good NXT episode because I think NXT definitely took the show itself took a backseat because it was uh, pretty much WrestleMania week at this point. Definitely. You know what was the craziest thing about it? Like the crowd was kind of hot. Oh, yeah, exactly. A minute until the show played out and it was like, oh, yeah, no, I I have the same thing uh, in my notes that if it's unfortunate because like they could have really just ran a regular episode of NXT and that crowd would have like ate it up pretty yeah, much. You know what? I, I did have that in my notes right there. Yeah. <laughs> dude, the crowd was hot. I was like, man, they are into it. Yeah. So we start off the show with uh, Stryker now kind of telling us about the, uh, the pros poll mm-hmm. that will happen next week. And then, yeah, he mentions that WrestleMania is just five days away and that the first pros poll will be next week. As I'm listening to you say pros poll, yeah, I'm getting two reactions from my brain. One is gross because it sounds like the pros poll, yeah, yeah, his member, yeah, yeah, and then the other one is like the upper echelon of strippers. Uh, this is the pros poll. I wouldn't have never thought of that, and now you've cursed it forever. <laughs> First pros poll. <laughs> <laughs> So from there we go to the first matchup, which is uh yeah they, I I was literally just praising the last episode for not feel like no episode has felt like a filler, but I I feel like this is actually the first episode that does feel like a filler because they pretty much just put all the rookies together in like two separate tag matches. Um, so for this tag match they just put uh Slater and Gabriel Slabriel Slabriel <laughs> and uh, Skip and Wade Barrett. Kind of cool because, like, I have here that, like, Slater and Gabriel do work together really well. And it's kind of cool that they ended up becoming, like, future tag team champions later on. So you can kind of tell, like, that they had, like, a really good chemistry, like, from the very beginning. And it kind of shows in this Mm -hmm. match. I like how uh, during the entrances that Regal is walking and talking with Barrett instead of his own rookie. He's, like... I was actually really loving seeing the rookies come out to the pros themes. Yeah. Like I loved uh Slabrio coming out to Christian's theme. Like they were really hamming it up. Like, yeah, they yeah, were yeah, into yeah. it. Yeah. And then like freaking freaking Barrett comes out with uh Regal and like he's I'm looking at yeah. that like, dude, that should have been your song. Yeah, 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 yeah. They definitely missed the ball not putting them together. I, I mean, I get it because like it, it's, it's too easy. It's but, too easy, yeah, but yeah. like it at that moment, at least we got it where like it felt right and like yeah, it it looked good. It looked good just seeing Regal walking with Barrett at that point. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it kind of like drilled in like, oh, we're country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
on uh, Skip's trunks, it says NXT's biggest thing. I was like, okay, back to the Pearl's Pole thing. <laughs> mm, mm, nice. Uh, then, uh, what do you say? Like, next biggest thing. Yeah, right? yeah. So I was like, when I seen it, and I was yeah. watching, I was like, oh, it's like a playoff Brock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ha, ha, clever. But now it's like the pros pole. <laughs> then there's, uh, I have here that Skip does like a really nice shoulder tackle, and Slater, of course, sells it like really well. Mm-hmm. Then uh, it's kind of weird. Like, I forgot to research this, like, but then Christian does come down later on. It's kind of weird because I think he did it in another episode so it's kind of weird that like christian just kind of like comes to the ring later on <laughs> like during the match it's kind of like he just like woke up or something like, whoa you guys are already wrestling yeah yeah all you right woke me up today <laughs> if you close your <laughs> then uh i have some bad news for you because i feel like uh josh kind of killed your bad news lions he did because I have that in my notes, so I know exactly what you're about to say. Yeah. So uh, he says that Jericho and Barrett now officially call themselves the Commonwealth Connection. Yes, I definitely had that in my notes because that is great. I was so mad when I heard him say it. Yeah. And uh, kudos to Jericho because, like, yeah, he went out there and, like, branded. They're, like, the first team to actually give themselves a, a legit name. Yeah. So I like that they're, like, branding themselves at that point. Then... uh Otunga hits like this really nice, like delayed vertical front face suplex. It looked cool, like as far as like the the selling of it too. And then yeah, Skip does that that front splash again without doing the strut because like mm-hmm. he's trying to get a little bit more serious after like losing yeah, uh, yeah. these last few weeks. And then yeah, Cole also mentions that he is getting more aggressive. So I, I like that storytelling. Yeah. Then uh, Slater hits like a nice neck breaker on Skip, which looked really, really good. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's one of his uh like cool boy moves where he like you know he gets gives good air, throws his legs out, and then whoever's taking it usually sells it pretty good for him too. Mm-hmm. And then the closing moments of this match, like there was just a miscommunication where Barrett accidentally boots uh Skip, mm-hmm. Slater ducks that, and then Gabriel runs in to like attack Barrett from like making the save. And then uh, Slater just pins uh, Skip after that that uh, kick, and they win at uh, five twenty nine. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another shot to Regal, just look looking disappointed again. Yeah, that that was basically it. Yeah, nice match overall. Sure enough to keep my attention there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Kind of progressed the story because, like, yeah, like they had Regal continue just to look disappointed in Skip, but mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, like. There wasn't as much story progressing. But again, like that's I don't think it's their fault because of the format of this episode since they were uh really just trying to focus on WrestleMania week. Oh yeah. So from there, speaking of which, it is literally <laughs> I, I haven't counted here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven WrestleMania recaps right after this matchup, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and they had um they had the uh, what is that the the Daniel Bryan profile again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I, same. I sat there and I watched and I was like, "There's something familiar about this," but I noticed different details because uh-huh. I noticed that they had him beating up on Loki and CJ Parker. Oh, okay. From FCW, and then like it was just a bunch of like NXT stuff, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." Good point. We forgot to mention that with all these uh, 
rookie profile video packages that they've been airing like they pretty much have just been using the uh fcw footage yeah throughout like all the packages since at that point none of them had wrestled on the main roster yeah kind of cool that they kind of incorporate like fcw at that point even though they don't mention them they at least incorporate the footage yeah just lots of video segments right here um i i recall watching this show i kind of seeing the first match and i was like oh it's gonna be a good episode man <laughs> and it was like they literally just filled in the rest of it with segments yeah i was actually surprised but then they were really kind of hyping up what the next episode is supposed to be right so, right you know. I, I yeah i have that too where like at least i like that they're kind of getting over the the pearls pole at that point <laughs> you've ruined it i swear <laughs> <laughs> uh but but at least i think they did a good job there even though like they're p1 so to speak it's like they're trying to get wrestlemania over in, yeah. the, in this show before the last match which is just the second match they do a recap of the miz and david otunga at a sci-fi red carpet party first of all nobody watches tv on sci-fi <laughs> i don't even just period so like i was sitting there like i don't even know who none of these people is yeah, I yeah. Know, I, if i don't know who they are now i probably for sure didn't know who they were then yeah, yeah. but for some reason i like this segment i did too i i liked it because for two reasons i liked it because it was something different and then at the same time like i like how it's the miz and otunga and then so they're probably recording this for two reasons for the actual like promotion of like sci-fi and of course like getting the show um some some spotlight at that red carpet mm. party but i also like how even though that they're at this party just like being themselves like wwe cameras are there to still film them like in character like so they're also being like half K themselves. Yeah, it was like really cool because like the Miz was speaking. They're both speaking with a lot of like joy mm-hmm. and cockiness. Yeah, like. yeah. And then filming themselves like still doing story development where like Miz said that like he chose Otungo because he looks like a star and yeah, and, and yeah. Dan- Daniel Bryan does not look like a star. Yeah, no, that was cool. I was like, wow, this, this is really neat. Yeah. This is David Otunga, the A-list superstar of WWE's NXT. And we're at Sci-Fi's red carpet party at the MoMA Museum in New York City. It's going to be a fun night tonight. Red carpets are a natural thing for me. Anywhere I go, the media reaction is always the same. They have to have me. You know, there's a lot of stars, a lot of sci-fi stars. People from Ghost Hunters are here, Caprica. And we are just mingling and jingling with everyone. It's great. You see, I'm here tonight with The Miz. It's pretty obvious why The Miz chose me over his NXT rookie. David Utunga is a star. I'm a star. You look at Daniel Bryan, he's not a star. We are the stars of NXT, and so we deserve to be here. The atmosphere here is crazy. I mean, look at all these people here. They're all here to see me, the A-list superstar. And it kind of feels like my night. (laughs) WWE is huge. When I first walked into the building and everyone was like, dude, WWE superstars here, WWE superstars here. And everyone had to take pictures. Everyone had to get on the cameras. Obviously, the WWE superstars are at the top of the heap, as always. I feel like they should be a tag team. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, they're... I'm starting to realize that there were very obvious tag like yeah, pairs yeah. that they could have done, but they decided not to, and it's a good thing. I think so too. I like, think the um my bad, but uh the only one that's like the most obvious pair that got put together was uh Hardy and Gabriel. Yeah, yeah. 
and I think that's that's fine because mm-hmm. like it's only one team that's doing it. It does create like a good dynamic between the other seven teams yeah. at that point. During the entrances, I I did actually like how they all kind of fit well with um the straight edge society. Like Otunga actually kind of looked like he was a part <laughs> of the crew too, with uh since he was just like wearing the the jeans and the and the hoodie at that point. I like how they um they snuck in that mini segment. And still got to um, the other guys having a full entrance. Yeah, yeah. But now that I understand how the episode was, it's only because they just had to fill more stuff up. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, oh, I like it. I understand that you're crappy for it. Yeah, I think I think probably that for that live crowd too, must have just been like... Agonizing. Well, no, I, I think what they probably <laughs> did is like, I think in total, it was just that they filmed those two matches back to back. And then I think it was literally only just like 10 minutes in in the live crowd. Because mm. I'm pretty sure they hopefully didn't make them sit oh, through. Oh, yeah. They might have did like NXT, Superstars, Man, yeah, yeah, Man yeah. SmackDown, all in one night. I think so. I it could have been. A, yo, yeah. It might have been with just a really busy WrestleMania week. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think I think that's probably what they did. And that's probably why. This sh- I think it was a happy happy mix of from mm. from the production side where like they're like okay we have to fit all these shows on this same taping but at the same time we could fill it with a bunch of wrestlemania recaps because we need to promote wrestlemania at the same time you so know what maybe the crowd wasn't red hot yeah maybe they just filled that in afterwards yeah and they were really fatigued by this point <laughs> they just watched like four shows yeah i i wouldn't doubt it at that point <sighs> So from there, Brian comes out, and then it's kind of funny. He kind of like just passes by Tarver and Carlito, and uh, Tarver's wearing this Run NXT shirt that looks like Run DMC. Mm-hmm. I looked for that today because I wanted one. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that uh, Run DMC is like super like protective about that design, where like they'll literally do like a um, a copyright infringement, like if you try to like steal that design damn so that's the only time we ever gonna see that shirt huh? yeah like it's, it's pretty much where like people still will like copy it but they can't mass produce yeah. that shirt like so they can get away with like if it's just like you only wearing that shirt but you can't sell that design Dang, that's crazy yeah they have like a really like strict copyright on that from there uh cole does with some really good analogy where like he says that daniel bryan has been pretty quiet on his you know wwe universe page his Twitter account after losing last week, because I think now Brian's starting to realize that he does need to step it up since he's uh, still hasn't won on NXT yet. Mm. Then him and uh, Otunga have some pretty good exchanges. I, I like how uh, Daniel Bryan escaped out of like this wrist lock and then uh, did a drop kick after mm. it looked really smooth. Then they kind of cut to a shot of punk still not interested. And he's just like blowing bubble gum, like on <laughs> on ringside where like he's not paying attention to the match at all. Mm-hmm. And then I thought this was kind of interesting, like Gallows like trip Tarver and then the fans actually boo him. <laughs> so like, it's, it's kind of interesting. Like going back to that conversation we had, where like are Gallows and the straight edge society really good heels or like people hate them that much. Or is it because like Tarver is teaming up with, um with Daniel Bryan and Daniel Bryan is so over. Daniel Bryan will overpower your alignment. Yeah. Daniel Bryan, like probably Matt Hardy, certain dudes, like it don't matter. Yeah. You just need to be with them around them. But 
Daniel Bryan of the competitors for sure. Yeah. He could team with any one of those guys and they'd get cheered. Yeah. Young then tries like a baseball slide, but Tarver moves out of the way and just clothesline him. And then uh, Brian hits like a nice drop kick on Young. Then the commentators both kind of go off on a tangent and start talking about each of the guys' hair, saying like that the hair salon that Young goes to says that they close all day and just work on his hair. And then Cole says that Otunga gets like $295 weekly haircuts. So kind of kind of random. <laughs> then I like this um, reversal from uh, Daniel Bryan. He like slides underneath uh, Darren Young and he does it like really quickly. Like he looks kind of like a cat just like sliding right underneath him. It, it looked really cool. Like, I mean, Daniel Bryan is still like in great shape now, but you can just tell how how young and quick he was. Like, oh, yeah. In, in this match. Then uh, Young gets caught by daniel bryan submission which is not really the little bell lock it was kind of like a modified version of it where like he kind of like put his leg inside more i, I didn't know if it was like a specific submission hole but it looked pretty I cool think it, it was supposed to be the little bell lock but i think um who did he have in it uh it was young yeah maybe Young didn't have the arm flexibility to really bend like his arm kind of back oh, there. Okay. Because LaBelle Lock is legit. Like, yeah. Painful ass move. Dude. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how they really it's it's kind it's it's one of those moves that's even kind of hard to do like kayfabe. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Like the figure four, like you could really mess somebody up if you put a figure four on there too tight or just if you really got it over the knee. Yeah. Like with the LaBelle Lock, you could pop somebody's shoulder out pretty mm. quickly. Like Say like if Daniel Bryan let actually if he let go of their face and popped his his uh, hips upward, he popped his shoulder up. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. From there, yeah, he he gets to the rope, so he breaks the submission, and then uh, Tarver is arguing with Gallus on the outside. I don't know about you, but I had that Gallus looked like Bebop or Rocksteady. I can't remember. Mm, like nice. Like his outfit just Bebop and Rocksteady. And Rocksteady. There we go. <laughs> From there. There's a miscommunication and Gallows collides with Young. Daniel Bryan tries to take advantage of it and do a, a move from the top rope, but uh, Otungo sidesteps him and then just hits the the verdict, which what he calls the mm-hmm. the choke slam. I was slam. really hoping that he was gonna catch him out the air. Yeah, but I was just really pulling for too much there. Yeah, yeah, that would have been a little too much probably. I hit. think that's probably what they were gonna go for. But yeah, like he picks him up after he. Uh, Brian misses it and then pins him at a uh, three forty eight. So um, yeah, maybe they called that off. Uh, maybe they called that spot off. Yeah. Daniel Bryan continues to be the victim of circumstances, and Bryan finds himself winless on NXT. Well, an important win for Young and Otunga heading into the all important NXT next week. Our truth, I tell you what, the hard truth must be impressed with Otunga. Sure he is. But again, miscommunication between Tarver and Bryan led to this loss. Let's take a look, Josh. Well, this is the miscommunication. Michael Tarver here on the outside is going to get you a verbal altercation. Daniel Bryan left all alone, not able to make the tag, and David Otunga capitalizes and drives Daniel Bryan through the mat. The run of bad luck continues for Daniel Bryan. The question is, how will it affect him next week? As we head into the biggest episode of WWE NXT to date, 
It's the first pros poll to see where the rookies stand. Who's going to be in the lead next week on WWE NXT? So yeah, that, that pretty much it. Like we said, like this is a really short episode if you take out all the WrestleMania recaps. So there was only um, two matches in total. I feel like with this one, we kind of went over it. So we'll just jump into the the category scoring. Oh, definitely. So for me, I I gave the commentary still a three just because like I think despite the format of the show, like how we mentioned, I, I did like how they were getting the polls uh, poll over and kind of telling you like the importance of next of the next episode, even though like they were uh, pushing mania. The matches, I gave it a two. The reason why I gave it a, a lower rating than the rest of the show is not because of the 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 matches. Because I even though the matches were short, I still think that they were really good matches. I'm just giving the matches overall a two just because like they were short. And of course, like there was only two matches because of all like the, the WrestleMania plugs. And then they were about the same for me, but I'm just going to give the slight edge to... Uh, what would it, what do we call him? Slater, Slabriel, Slabriel, uh, against Skip and Barrett, uh, just because it was a little bit longer at five minutes. And then, yeah, Slater and Gabriel just had like really good tag team, um, chemistry. And then of course my honorable mention is just the second match. Mm. It was good, but you know, just short because of like the format of this week's show for production. Yeah. I gave it a three just because like, I did watch I didn't watch all the WrestleMania recaps, but still like those recap videos are really well done, even though they're not really NXT focused. I'm still just going <laughs> to give them a decent score because like they did really do a good job promoting like these mania matches. And uh, I think they were pretty good. And then for uh, overall entertainment, I did give it a two just because of of everything mm. just being so bite sized this week where nice. not nothing really happened. And. Uh, I was just praising it the episode before of like not being a filler episode, but obviously this is uh, the most filler. This is that one. Yeah. Um, commentary. I went the just your average three. I didn't think anything jumped mm-hmm. up or jumped down anywhere. Yeah. Matches. I went similar because I had a two in there. Nice. Because there was only two matches, so I. <laughs> you know that was a that was a quantity over quality type of thing. Right, right. Because the matches were fine. Exactly. Though yeah. I didn't really care for the finish of the main event, it's only primarily because, like, it was, it seemed to drag on for a little bit. Like, Daniel Bryan was in, a week, in the ring looking, like, all week and stuff. And yeah. Tarver kept looking at him. And I'm like, bro, you can't pretend to be distracted if you keep looking at your partner. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. So, like, that, that threw me off. So, that's kind of really why I gave that a two. Mm-hmm. Uh, production, I thought, was the average three entertainment average three so I, i'd say it's um with my scores it's a slightly below average but just a very average scoring yeah so yeah like without without a doubt this is probably going to be our lowest like scoring from the episodes that we've reviewed so far mm-hmm. uh so combine our average score is a 2.6 which makes sense um just based on like the structure of this episode yeah like this one you know like you touched on is was definitely more filler episode than anything so i really thought the the build-up for the entire show was pretty much towards wrestlemania and the next episode yeah yeah okay so like yeah thanks for uh going through all the uh the matches in this month 
definitely some 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 goods and some bads um but overall like i think with all these uh episodes i think like the wrestling is like really good and like to me i i'm really surprised going back to it like how how we mentioned like overall like these storylines are really really good Mm -hmm. like i i really just enjoyed like all the storytelling that they've been doing throughout these episodes so far for our next uh podcast episode we're actually going to go back and just do um the the first ever pros poll episode um we're gonna um see like where where they kind of go with this and they just kind of do it in the format like i really didn't don't remember this at all that much i have no idea how the pros poll works yeah just i you know i so i i feel like it might be the episode it's if i'm just gonna try to jump the gun mentally like the episode itself might be kind of like a recap mm-hmm. but then you're just gonna get like some justification on the scoring maybe they'll like do some flashback and say like oh but he made your score higher but on this episode yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, not episode but like during this yada 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 i it, it probably won't be that but yeah it might be pretty cool so i'm interested to see what it's gonna look like yeah me too i will kind of recap the the information that we do have so far from what Matt Stryker and the video packages have kind of told us, mm-hmm. it's going to be based on the pro the the pros. They cannot vote for or against their mm-hmm. their rookies, and that the the poll is going to be based on these four uh, criteria. It's going to be based on wins and losses. It's going to be based on strength of opponents. It's going to be based on work ethic. And then the last one is the it factor. So I figured like for the for next uh, our next episode, we can kind of like do our own poll based on like that criteria and see where we match up with like their their results and uh, just see like how close we were or how how off we were. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So stay tuned for the next episode to hear that. But uh, thanks again for checking us out on this episode i i hope you really like it now we have our uh, social media plugs i finally got them up and running this week so if uh if you wanted to follow the links in this bio um feel free to follow us on podbean soundcloud youtube and instagram for our latest podcast episodes and updates and of course uh want to give a shout out to our parent company girl canvas grow they're helping us out with all the production and just like visuals and audio production and all that stuff so always want to give them a shout out there do you want to do any shout outs or plugs this week yeah man i want to give a shout out to jamie alamode um if you ever want to get your travel on and learn what good type of foods are out there to be eaten and places to go you should holler at that instagram and keep all that good stuff nice nice i highly recommend it as well like the food photos there look really amazing i'm actually kind of hungry now so (laughs) maybe i'll uh, take a look at it nice (laughs) um but yeah so thanks again for listening and then uh check us out on the next episode so uh take it easy yes